He's our Aussie correspondent, Chris Russell, based out of Sydney. Probably, like the rest of us, would like to be at the Basin today for day one of the first cricket test between us and the Aussies. And Chris, I would like to say that we've won the toss, we've put you in on a green top and you're four down for about 25, but this is a pre-record, so that's only wishful thinking by me. But is it big news in Australia, you guys playing us at cricket? I think it is, and and the green talk about a green top, my God! But uh, it'll, it is it is quite big news. It's been a lot of Test cricket this year, but we're on a roll, so everyone's hoping for that to continue. Unfortunately, you're good at that game, so we won't dwell on that one. Uh, this is an interesting story: uh, the uh, 2024 grape vintage. Tell me about that. So this year they're looking at a massive crop of grapes, one of the best years that they've had for many, many years uh, in, terms of the, uh, in terms of the grape uh, production. But the prices they're going to get are just absolutely fallen over. So they would have expected before the tariffs were put on the grapes in China of 200% to be earning about $640 a tonne for those grapes. This is Shiraz and Cab Sav grapes. This year, they're going to be quite uh, expecting to only be getting about $140. Now, that's, it's just not sustainable at that price. Now, everyone's living in hope that uh, we're going to get these tariffs lifted. The Trade Minister Farrell has just been meeting with his Chinese equivalent at a conference over in the, in the Middle East, um, and he's told them that he's going to immediately resume the WTO action if they don't lift these wine tariffs um, by March 31st. And there's all sorts of nice, warm and fuzzy noises coming out of the Chinese. But it's just not happening, Jamie. And meanwhile, these grapes are actually being harvested, or they've got to decide whether they're even going to harvest them at 140 bucks a tonne. Uh, and uh, this dispute seems to go on with absolutely no basis at all. Typical situation where there's no reasons given, a bit like, you know, sentencing people to death without giving you even what the charges are. So it's a very difficult situation. There's a lot of farmers sweating on this because this will be make or break, Jamie. Uh, let's talk about hydrogen tractors and electric Ford utes. And we'll start with the ute. An electric Ford ute has set a new lap record at Bathurst. So it's going quicker than the supercars. I found this to be an extraordinary story, you know, to think that a ute would get around, but they're talking about doing a lap, uh, and they say this is probably the future of racing, even though it's the sounds of silence. But, uh, it, you know, what are we going to do when we get up to this situation? Because we got a ute went round, the Ford ute went round Panorama at 1 minute 56, and the best time out of a supercar was 2 minutes and 5 seconds. So they're extra, it's a thing called called a Ford Supervan 4.2. Uh, and, um, you know, it's, it's quite amazing to see that they can go that fast. I guess a lot of it is the gearing and so on. But they're starting up a new race called the Gen 3 Formula E, which is getting some popularity overseas. So we're definitely, that's the way we're going to go in the future. And instead of listening to the vroom vroom of the V8s going past, we're going to be listening there quietly to our symphony concert on the headphones while we watch them go past in silence. Oh, that'll be no good for the petrol heads. Tell me about the uh, hydrogen tractors that are going on trial. 
So this is a new idea that they're, they're, rather than have a whole new tractor, because in the Fed Income Department, people are probably going to go to replace their entire tractors. So they've decided to invest $50 million in research to uh, look at this uh, tractor, which has been procured from Europe, to see how it goes with hydrogen cells actually fitted um, to the side of, the, of an existing tractor. Um, and uh, the problem is we've got no hydrogen refuelling stations here in Australia, so they want to set up some sort of small-scale hydrogen production on farms to actually allow these to operate. Um, this, of course, in a drive to remove our or get, reduce our emissions, uh, and they just want to try and keep it as affordable as possible for the farmers. So it'll be an interesting trial, Jamie. Chris Russell, thanks for your time. Good luck in the cricket. I don't really mean that, of course. We'll catch you next week. Week, mate. No worries.